Welcome to the Chapman CG podcast series, inspiring and informative conversations with top HR leaders from around the world. We're here today with John Rickard, a senior HR executive with over 20 years experience creating and implementing innovative, cost-effective solutions for developing top talent, improving an organization's competitive advantage, and enhancing the employee experience. John is currently the Senior Vice President of People for Empro Industries, where an integral part of his role is to define and execute people strategies to support aggressive business growth while developing employees through purposeful work. John earned an Executive MBA from South Methodist University, a Master of Science in Industrial Organizational Psychology from the University of Nebraska, and an undergraduate degree in psychology from the Texas Christian University. John, lovely to have you with us. Great. Thanks so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Wonderful. So John is actually here to share his views uh, on a very poignant topic, actually, and one that's gaining much more you know, traction as, uh, as we go, um, the need for greater HR representation on corporate boards. Wonderful topic. But first, uh, John, if you wouldn't mind giving us a, a little bit of background on your role at Empro Industries. Sure. Happy to. So I've been working in this space for about 20 years now, uh, the last decade or so in various roles at MPRO. And when I first started out as a, a vice president in HR, it was for a single site, a small facility, and uh, we had the opportunity to grow it about 4X through both organic and inorganic growth. And as you can imagine, when you quadruple a business uh, in a short time of about five years, there was a significant need and focus around talent acquisition, talent development, and just executing very well on the fundamentals of HR. But it also required a shift in our leadership team and our way of working as we moved from a single site in a single state to multiple sites in multiple states and countries. So that gave me my first exposure uh, to working overseas. Uh, I guess you, you have to follow the, the saying of be careful what you ask for uh, because I wanted to develop a global mindset and that competency to lead globally. And my next role was as global VP for a larger division and became the first VP of HR for Europe. I moved my family to France and spent three and a half years there uh, leading a larger people team uh, with locations in uh, multiple continents, as well as focusing on creating value across Europe. And then for the last two years, I've been the head of HR uh, for the enterprise, focusing on creating a vision for our people experience that includes a new way of working. So historically, we've been a uh, holding company, uh, we have approximately 60 manufacturing locations, and I've been working to create a world-class uh, unified people system and drive employee experience for our colleagues through standard work, process harmonization, and system optimization. So today, most of my time spent on uh, strategy, talent, and the employee experience, shifting that mindset. Wonderful. John, thanks very much for sharing that. And so, I mean, you do really have a, you know, truly global perspective then on, on talent and, and, you know, the impact HR is increasingly having, you know, across organizations. That in itself, you know, for the topic that we want to discuss is, is, uh, is going to add great weight to that. And, you know, you recently published an article on the topic. Can you tell us a bit more about what that was about? 
Yeah, of course. First, first of all, I'd be remiss if I did not thank uh, Dr. William Sparks, who co-authored this article with me. Um, it's published in C-Suite Magazine, and it's also uh, available online at www.equilar.com. So the article is entitled, uh, The Need for People People, and it's really about bringing awareness to some of the current megatrends in business uh, that we feel are going to drive a need for more HR talent, culture, or people representation on corporate boards in the near future. The Corporate Executive Board did a study in 2013 that found that HR executives are frequently asked to contribute at the board level, uh, but only 5% of Chief Human Resource Officers or CHROs currently serve as directors for Fortune 1000 boards. So Dr. Sparks and I decided to uh, dig in. Uh, we looked at some significant trends in the workplace that really are pushing more and more towards this employee experience and finding meaning and purpose in the work. Uh, so when looking at those trends plus the primary responsibility of corporate directors, it seemed very likely to us that in the near term, uh, companies will be needing to add more people experts to the boardroom uh, to help to help grow uh, both financially as well as from a, a human capital standpoint. Right. So, so you know, from your perspective then as well, and looking at that ratio, which is extreme when you kind of you know, talk about the numbers like that, why do you think that, that now maybe more than ever moving forward that we need more HR leaders on boards? It's a great question. So the, the literature really is ripe right now around articles on employee experience and the human movement. It wasn't that long ago, I guess in the past decade, that businesses had a big focus on the customer experience. But now you're seeing a handful of organizations taking that further on how to put people first, how to be very intentional with the strategy of developing uh, their most valuable human capital. And I believe in the future this will, this will be a requirement um, for any organization to remain competitive. Uh, it's a pretty bold statement, but I do think that if companies have a CEO and a board of directors um, on board, it's going to be uh, a way to make them more competitive uh, versus organizations that say it but don't live it and put it into actions. So, you know, organizations are becoming more agile, more purpose-driven, more uh, people-focused. There's generational differences, changes in technology. There's growth globally in many areas uh, that's just looking different because of the digital economy. So we think that these challenges uh, will really impact corporate boards and drive them to change their attitudes and expectations, especially around finding meaning and purpose in the, the work that they do and the work that their valuable employees do. Right. And, and, I, and I actually read the article as well, and I thought it was, was fabulous. And I think one of the things that, that I, I picked out, which will you know, sort of lead into what we're going to discuss now, what were, were those kind of three key questions that, that a board has, you know, do we have the right CEO, you know, do we have a robust succession plan in place, and you know, do we have the right strategy and talent to execute effectively? So, so sort of with that, with that in mind, I mean, how do you think an, you know, HR can bring um, different perspectives to the board than, than other business leaders? 
Yep, ab- absolutely. So, you know, his, historically, the focus has been um, more around a financial focus. And don't get me wrong, that's incredibly important. I'm a proponent of having financial experts on the board, having a significant focus around those controls and making good financial uh, sound advice. Um, but a study that was done um, not, long, uh, not long ago, 2016, by Equilar, showed that 94% of companies across the S&P 500 had someone in finance, yet only 22% had someone in HR. So I think one of the things that, that we'll see back related to those uh, questions, those three areas, is that you know, today all leaders have to have talent a top priority. But in the fast-paced world that we're in, it's human nature and also proven by neuroscience research that when we make split-second decisions, we do it based on what we know best. We base it on our experiences. So a finance leader, operations leader, commercial leader, uh, of course they want to put people first, but it's subconscious to naturally go to that area of expertise. By bringing an HR or people leader uh, into the, the board, I really believe it's going to help bring more balance and bring individuals that have that people expertise to naturally drive and complement a team's expertise that's well-rounded with both profits and people being at the forefront. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we sort of see it in our daily work and just how much our CEOs are valuing the the input from CHRO, as you said, you know, it's all, all sort of talent, everything's talent-related, talent attraction, development, retention, um, incredible. And I noticed as well, you know, one of the, the key focuses being around executive compensation for, for the the senior uh, management across the business, which obviously, you know, squarely sort of falls within the, the remit of, of a CHRO. So it certainly makes more sense for, for that individual to have that influence. But in terms of experience um, as an HR leader, um, how can an HR leader build the experience for a board role? So as you just mentioned, Alan, one of the um, areas of expertise uh, where I think HR can bring a tremendous amount to the board is around executive compensation. Um, so it's a, it's a great place to start, you know, become very proficient uh, in comp. I also would recommend that all HR executives learn the language of the business and the talk of your CFO, and that's finance. So as an HR leader, that's often not commonplace. Um, There's a a lot of individuals, myself included, that have really had to make that a a focus. But I would encourage anyone interested in moving into a board position to take, you know, finance for non-financial leaders. There's a lot of courses externally available on that. Um, Hundreds of really good books just on the topic, even some geared towards HR. Uh, And most importantly, I think really leveraging their current organization. It can be the perfect laboratory for their growth and learning. They can partner with their CFO, VP of finance, other financial leader, and get some mentoring. Um, If that's not their strong suit, be honest with their manager and with themselves to say, hey, this is a gap, and get on a project with real problems, real numbers, and an opportunity to learn. Uh, because that's really where it makes a difference and fosters deeper learning uh, for that executive is is putting it into practice. 
beyond just the numbers, it's also very critical to understand the strategy. What are the drivers of the business? What's important to the customers? And I think having that same kind of focus on understanding how customers value that organization's products and services is, is a way we can flip it on the other side and say, hey, what do employees value? How will employees find meaning and purpose in what they do? And this is an area that HR can really shine. And finally, I just would mention that typically uh, the data shows that HR executives kind of cut their teeth, if you will, uh, through nonprofit organizations and working on nonprofit boards. I fully support that. I mean, what a great opportunity to make a positive impact, make a difference, but also an excellent training ground. The point of the article, though, is that HR leaders should not limit, limit themselves just to the nonprofits. Uh, it's a great opportunity and a call to action for HR leaders to step up their game and promote themselves and what they can offer. Because at the end of the day, anyone interested in joining the board, being an advocate for the employee and the employee experience uh, can make a big difference in the future that, that we see. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and would, would you say there are additional unique perspectives? I know that you've covered a few off already that, that an HR leader can bring to a board. Yes, in addition to providing insight and expertise around those primary mm -hmm. responsibilities on the board, um, I really think there's some additional key drivers uh, for HR participation at the director level, uh, more focus on attracting and retaining talent than ever, uh, more mm -hmm. focus on developing talent deeper in the business as part of succession, uh, it's important to create that pipeline, and it's not just about individuals at the top. And then also creating meaningful work uh, that really addresses those intrinsic needs that all people have. And we're seeing that more and more, especially in today's generations. So I see organizations facing rapid change in how, who, and why we work. Uh, advanced technology is a trend where it's quickly changing how people work. Um, there's explosive population growth in parts of the world like Africa. Uh, there's shifting, um, you know, trends with diversity across all regions. Um, growing generation Y and Z just brings a different focus around purpose and meaning. So more than ever, that employee experience really does matter. And if you don't have the right CEO, if you don't have the right session plan, you don't have the right board focusing on that culture and strategy, um, that can be a really big problem going forward. So I think even, even more so than now in the future, board of directors will need to guide the C-suite to create culture focused on that employee experience. And while businesses are beginning to understand that people are the lifeblood of the organization um, and that they can't only focus on that um, at the, for the, excuse me, they cannot only focus for the top uh, executives and need to look at the entire organization really for, for three reasons. Uh, one, there's a talent shortage. We know there's a war on talent and businesses need to focus on developing all employees uh, deep in the business to grow that internal pipeline. Two, the future organization will continue to have less and less hierarchy, less command and control, and less top-down decision-making. 
it'll be a network and the heart of that organization are the people closest to the work. And then finally, it's just the, the right thing to do. It's the human thing to do. Um, people will want to have meaning and purpose in their roles and in their lives. And it starts at the top with the board of directors. Absolutely, I couldn't, couldn't agree more with that, John. Couldn't agree more. Thank you very much for sharing that. Um, I think that will certainly resonate well with people that were maybe thinking about taking, you know, a step into a board role. I mean, what, what advice would you offer somebody who is considering that move, considering taking up maybe a board role for the first time? Most, most importantly, um, I would just uh, give the advice and advocate that the, the individual brings their, their full self. Um, they have to have a passion around this. They need to have the core values that really uh, aligns with that work. Um, but we need to advocate for people and doing the right thing. And my experience has been that over time, putting people first is, it's not only the right thing to do and the human thing to do, but it does support aggressively um, more positive growth, profits, and success for the organization as well. It really can be a win-win uh, to foster growth uh, for both the company and the individual. And at the end of the day, it just creates a, a more human experience for the employees. Wonderful. John, thank, thank you so much for sort of bringing this you know, to the fore as well. And you know, the article is fantastic. If people haven't had a chance to read it, I highly recommend that you do. Um, and, and certainly, you know, if this gains you know, more traction moving forward, I think, you know, as you mentioned, companies will be, will be better off with, with a much sharper focus around, around people, around experience and, and valuing that. And John, thanks very much again for your, for your time. We really appreciate it. Absolutely, absolutely. It's been my pleasure. I thank you and happy to address any qu uh, questions that people have or connect with anyone uh, on this work. Um, I'm on LinkedIn. You can find me at John Rickers. Last name is R-I-C-K-E-R-S or HR Global Executive. Thanks so much. Thank you, John. For more excellent conversations from Chapman CG, subscribe to our podcast series or check us out at chapmancg.com.